sports fan lives here on ESPN-UP. Tanner Hoops with you. Glad you're along this Wednesday afternoon. ABC 10 Wednesday. John Michael Hoefling in with me. What's up, Mike? Not much, man. Not much, man. Saw you yesterday. Did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did. That's right. Yeah. I saw you, too. We got grilled cheeses. <laughs> it was press conference day at Northern, and then we thought, a grilled cheese sounds pretty good right now. It that was would pretty slap. good, And man. it did slap. Yeah. It did, it was, in fact, it slap. Was, it was fantastic. I tell you what, John Michael Hoefling is in with us. Tyree Smith. Might be. He's busy today. I saw him earlier at Westwood. We were there for the Matty Kosky Tessa Lee signing. Talked to him a little bit. He said he's going to try and make it when he comes into Marquette to do a story. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Maybe we'll have Tyree later on. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe. <laughs> we got a lot to get to anyway. I tell you what, our shows have been flying to these weird, interesting starts these last few weeks because i walk into the studio here john michael was here actually before i was and he is voting for the pro bowl rosters yeah. and, and i don't y- think there's anyone he, else in the country who does it he thinks it's a cardinal sin i, uh, I want to sin i just think it's who does that I who want, takes the time <laughs> the, who cares about the pro bowl enough to vote for who goes there? i want to see the right people represent it mitch trubisky made it last year yeah, yeah, yeah. scott made it last as a year. third alternate Okay. That's why the Pro Bowl's stupid, because it's played before the Super Bowl. And, and Mitch Trubisky making it wasn't Mitch Trubisky making it. That was their way of saying, hey, Matt Nagy, good on you. I don't know if that was it. it I, I don't. It, 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 I think it the was. Pro Bowl's just that bad. No, no, no. The Pro Bowl's great. The Pro Bowl's great. No. Uh, it used to be great. No, no, no. It's, it's still great. When we were growing up and it was in Hawaii and it was after the Super Bowl... That was great. Then it just turned horrible. They moved to Orlando, played it before the Super Bowl, and they had like Team Sanders against Team Rice. That was the worst. That was the absolute low point for the Super Bowl. No, 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 no. Yeah, you, you, you mean the Pro Bowl? Low point for Did the Pro I Bowl? Did I say Super Bowl? Yeah, you said I meant Super Pro Bowl. Bowl. The AFC and NFC is the right way to go. The problem is the Pro Bowl still exists. No, yeah, it's not an issue. Okay, um, it's a good thing. The whole weekend, I enjoyed the entire Pro Bowl weekend, which I know most people will disagree with me on. Right. But, I do, man, I do. I enjoyed the dodgeball, their drone drop or whatever they do, the uh, the gauntlet I like. Uh, and then, the game itself is the weakest part of the weekend, right? But, you still want to make sure the right people are represented. You know, like, think about it, Tanner. If the right people are represented, be after the Super Bowl. Think about it, Tanner. If we don't vote, Gardner Minshew will not make it to the Pro That's Bowl. true. That's true. Okay, thank you for your service, Mike. We need somebody like you. <laughs> Doing the dirty work, getting down in the trenches, making sure Minshew's going to the Pro Bowl. Yeah. The mustache at the Pro Bowl would be really fun. If Trubisky can make it, Gardner Minshew can make it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Mitch Trubisky is now a Pro Bowler. Gardner Minshew has better stats than Mitchell Trubisky does this year. So And a better mustache. Yeah. Uh, well, either way, I'm sure there will be a mustache with Aaron Rodgers. I tell you what, well, unless he's playing for the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm not ready to say the Packers are a Super Bowl team. They could okay. be. They okay. could be, though. Okay, Tanner. Who's your pick to come out of the NFC? Who do you think? Okay, yeah, that's true. Didn't need to be asked. Mm-hmm. I used to think it would be the Saints, and now I'm not so sure. It's uh, a lot more wide open now. I, I'm tending to lean Hawks? Seattle, yeah. yeah. I'm starting to lean Seattle a little bit, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, because they could barely beat a team without their two best offensive weapons and, and, uh, and the kicker that they picked up off the street. If Robbie Gold was healthy, the Niners would still be unbeaten right now. Yeah. If yeah. Emmanuel Sanders was healthy. Think about it, though. Kittle. If Kittle was healthy, too. But, like, think about the Niners' offense. They go out and they score on their opening drive, right? Mm-hmm. Emmanuel Sanders gets hurt. Yep. Do you think there's any coincidence that that is exactly when their offense stopped working? Probably not. 
Exactly. <laughs> they had how many drop passes? Kendrick Bourne, Dante Pettis, and Debo Samuel dropped how many passes? I'm just saying. I still think Seattle's got a shot at doing it. See, oh, they absolutely San Fran right now kind of reminds me of Oregon in the NFL landscape. You just get the feeling they're going to blow it when they get to the biggest game. Is I'm he, sorry, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm rooting is, against is, them. Is that because of Jimmy G? Because Jimmy bit. G is like the weakest part of that. Exactly. Team. Like at some point, you've got to have good quarterback play to advance in the postseason. That's why I don't think Minnesota is going to go to the Super Bowl because of Kirk Cousins. Ultimately, he may not Kirk Cousins himself and turn the ball over as long as he plays turnover free. I think the Vikings win that division. But you still need a good quarterback to get you to the to the Super Bowl, and that's why I don't think Minnesota's a Super Bowl team this year. So does that pretty much limit it to three teams in the NFC for you? Green Bay, New Orleans, and Seattle? Um, yeah, I think it does. Dang. How would you put it that way? I think it does. Hmm. Green Bay, New Orleans, Seattle. One of but those three. if I felt confident about anybody else, it would be probably San Fran. Okay. Probably would be San Fran. How do you feel about Philadelphia? I don't think they're going to win the division. I don't. Doesn't matter. One of the, either Seattle or San Francisco isn't going to win the division. That doesn't mean they're not right. A but there will not be two playoff teams coming out of the NFC East. <laughs> Nor do they deserve to have two playoff teams come out of the NFC East. It's going to be the NFC North, probably. The NFC North is going to get two, and the West is going to get two. Okay, that's what I see. So you think the Rams are done? I think the Rams are done. Well, I don't think the Rams are making the postseason this year. Okay, I'm not so sure on what the AFC is going to look like, though. Because I used to think that the playoff picture was pretty well set, and now Pittsburgh's playing really good football. Pittsburgh might sneak in. There's two AFC South teams, two AFC North teams, just the Patriots. Just the Pats and And just the Chiefs. Well, what about the Raiders? That's what I mean, is the Raiders have a shot at getting in. Well, okay, it's the Raiders. The two teams on the bubble are the Raiders and the Titans, right? Raiders, Titans, Steelers. What about the Colts? What's their record? Colts are 5-4. and okay. All of those teams. Raiders, <laughs> That's what I mean. It's more wide open out there. Raiders, Steelers, Titans. I don't even know what Jacksonville's right Jags are 4-5. and five. Yeah. You can put them in the mix. Yep. And don't forget Buffalo. 6-3. and three. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> Buffalo is the fakest team out there right now. <laughs> They're the least intimidating 6-3 and three team ever. Yep. <laughs> I tell you what. Football's great. I love this. As we get into week 11, starts tomorrow night. Let's update our Pick'em standings. I'm 33 and 17. We're at the unofficial midway point. Ryan Steeg is 31 and 19. Jake Durant's 20 and 30. You're 28 and 22, and so is Tyree Smith. Jake is 20 and 30. 30 and 20. Oh, did I say 20 and 30? Yeah. Gosh dang it! What is wrong with me? I had a really bad week. I was second place mm-hmm. last week. Now I'm fourth again. Well, we're all just kind of bunched up together. Mm-hmm. We're all just bunched up together, so we can all get knocked from the ranks at some point. It all could change in one week. I think I have one in four weeks. That's not good. Well, maybe it's a better week for you this week. Let's get to the games we're picking tomorrow night, Thursday night football in the AFC North. You've got the Red Hot Steelers on the road taking on the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, I'll take the Steelers in I'll that take one. the Steelers in James this Connor's one as well. James back. It's going to be a good one. It's on my fantasy team. Yeah. So, I'm happy about it. He's on two of my teams, too. We have Jacksonville at Indianapolis, the early game here on ESPN-UP on Sunday. That could be a fun one. Could be. Uh, Indianapolis is off a huge loss, so yep. I think that they're going to try to prove something this game. So I'll, I'll pick Indianapolis here. I'm going to go with Jacksonville in this one. I love Gardner Minshew, but having Nick Foles back, Nick Foles is a pretty good option. We can say that right. I will say Former Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, there's not much film on him in Jacksonville's offense yet, so it could like catch the Colts off guard. That's what I'm thinking. So I'm going to go with Jacksonville in this one. Partly because I picked up Nick Foles in fantasy just as kind of like a rental player because my usual quarterback's on a bye. So I'm hoping he has a good game anyway. 
I'm going to go with Jacksonville in this one. Go for it. We've got a rematch of that Super Bowl where Nick Foles was named the MVP. New England taking on Philadelphia. That game in Philly, by the way. Yeah, that's going to be an easy New England win. Yeah, they are just going to torch that Philadelphia secondary. Yep. Mohamed Sanu, I'm starting him in every league I got him. Yep. Going to be a big day for him. Julian Edelman and Edelman. Mohamed Sanu are going to be big. That's going to be so much fun. Imagine if they still had Josh Gordon and Antonio Brown. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they might put up 60 been, points. Would have been the craziest team in Madden of all time. <laughs> Sunday night football, we've got the Bears on the road taking on the Rams. This would have been a more fun game last year. <laughs> yeah. Um... I really want to say the Bears because just the Rams. Jared Goff doesn't look good. Sean McVay has lost his genius card, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Has he lost his genius card? He is. It's on life support right now. He's fighting for his life for it. If he goes 500, do you think it's gone? I don't know if it's gone necessarily. It's certainly not of the caliber it was last year. I still think with Jalen Ramsey. I mean, ever since the Rams got Jalen Ramsey, they're a top five defense. So I don't think Mitchell Trubisky is going to be able to do anything. So, uh, I'll go Rams. In this I'm one. going with the Rams. You know, they're at home, what have you, going up against Trubisky. I like that. And then Monday Night Football, we've got the Chiefs taking on the Chargers. Chargers need a big win. In Chiefs Los Angeles? got Mahomes back. It is, it, I think that game's in Mexico City, actually. Oh, I if it was it in Los Angeles, I would have picked the Chargers. It's technically a home game for the Chargers, but I think the game's in Mexico City. That's ridiculous. I hate that stuff. <laughs> oh, hey, we're playing in London, so you don't get a home game this year. Sorry. I hate that. I hate the London games. Mexico City would be fun. Like, I would love to be on the call for that. Oh, that might be good. Go hang out in Mexico City. What was the issue? Wasn't there a game in Canada in the preseason? Yeah, and the field was all yeah, messed was up, terrible. so they had to play in, like, 80 yards. I feel like, wasn't there, wasn't there an issue with the field in Mexico City last year, too? There was. There was, and they had to end up playing that one... I think it was in L.A. Yeah, that was moved, Chiefs too, and they played the Rams. Yeah, they just moved it back to L.A. Like, <laughs> okay. Um, last time that the Chiefs played the Char- the last year when the Chiefs played the Chargers, uh, they split depending on who was the home team. Mm-hmm. So I, I still think the Chargers are a really good and talented team. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Patrick Mahomes is at one hundred percent. You could see it. Like, yeah, he was throwing well, but he wasn't roaming outside the pocket much. He wasn't being so liberal with his uh, movement. Mm-hmm. So, I want to... S- the Chargers. Ooh, Sla- the table slap. Slapping the table, that's how you know. The Chargers to win. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Pat Mahomes in Mexico. I mean, that ball's just going to fly. I'm totally here for it. But, that defense can't stop a nosebleed, so they got to figure out how to stop Austin Eckler and Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Otherwise, it could be a long night, but I still think the Chiefs are just too talented. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes already in his career has lost five games where the defense has given up 31 or more points. <laughs> he started like 27 started games 27 in his career. Started 27, and he's lost five games <laughs> where his team has scored 31 or more. You hate to see it. Yeah. I tell you what, Tanner Hoops, John Michael Hoefling with you. Before we hit the break, i got to ask you, last night it was announced the San Francisco Giants are bringing in Gabe Kapler as their new manager. Congrats on hiring the weirdest guy in pro baseball. Yeah, and uh, I don't think he's a very good manager. I, I don't know why they did this. <laughs> yeah, you, We were talking about this last night. You said we could have had Raul Ibanez. Mm-hmm. I would have liked that way more. Yeah, that's who I thought they were going to hire, or they should hire. Gabe Kapler has underperformed at every managerial level he's been in. Mm-hmm. So now the Giants are like, well, you know, we're coming off a season where certain guys have really shown that maybe we can compete next year if we get a free agent or two. Let's hire Gabe Kapler. 
<laughs> Kate Kapler's the answer. And maybe they're doing like what the Washington Nationals did. Subtract Bryce Harper, that makes you a World Series champ. Except who are they subtracting now? Well, they're Madison subtracting, No, they're subtracting Kapler from Harper. Okay. And that means the Giants are going to be World Series champions 2020. Maybe. How about that? I'd love to see it. <laughs> Except... I don't know, man. It's not going to happen, but yeah, it's, it's not you'd love to see it. It's not going to happen. They need to sign Garrett Cole and Madison Bumgarner and then get an offense. <laughs> I'm just hoping Cole doesn't go to the Yankees. I hope the Twins get him. I'm like, give him anything he wants. Yeah. I know it'll never happen, but I'm like, please, let it happen. Mm-hmm. It won't, though. No? No. Zero chance? Zero chance. I wish it would, would happen, though. Let's take our first time out. When we come back, we got college basketball to talk about and football as well. Number one went down last night, and we have a new number one on the other side. Next on ESPN-UP. Check out the UP's live and local sports talk show, The Sports Pen. Weekday afternoons at 4 on ESPN-UP and on the ESPN-UP app. Welcome back to The Sports Pen. Tanner Hoops, John Michael Hoefling with you. Glad to have you along this Wednesday afternoon. Number one went down last night. We know we're going to have a new number one in college basketball. We got a new number one in football last night, although we all knew that was coming. Nobody saw Kentucky losing to Evansville, did they? Well... No. <laughs> Don't pretend like you saw that coming. No, nobody saw it coming. But we already had a new we already had a new number one. Kentucky wasn't number one to start the season. Michigan well, State. Yes, but we're gonna get a new number one. Like back to back weeks in college basketball already, number one's gone down. Yeah, it's weird, man. And it was Kentucky who did it the first week, now it happened to Kentucky. Yeah. How great is that? What's it called? I think football is the easiest sport to predict in terms of like who's gonna win ninety percent of the time the better team wins, right? Maybe. Okay, but then the second one is basketball. There was a survey done by Harvard like a couple of years ago. Uh, I want to say like eight, nine years ago that said the, le- the that the sport that required the least amount of luck, that required the most skill to win, was, ba- was basketball. Mm-hmm. Which means that if you have the best skill players, if you have players with the most skill, you're going to win most of the time. Okay. So, keep that in mind. It's Harvard. They know what they're talking about. Yeah. Keep that in mind. Basketball, you should win most of the time. And they didn't. And now, twice now, because I still think Michigan State has the best team. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do, it, too. I, I yeah. do think they're better than Kentucky. Yeah. They just played poorly that yeah. night. So now, two weeks in a row, we've seen the number one, the best team in college basketball, apparently, go down, which just uh, makes zero sense. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, you look at basketball this year. Does it feel like college basketball is down to you this year? It I'm does not, to me. I'm not as interested in it as Exactly. I, as I, I mean, we am. don't have that big-name superstar. Like, did Zion Williamson spoil us last year? Because Maybe. who's the player that we're most excited about this year? James Wiseman? He's at Memphis, and we don't know what his future is going forward. And even still, it's like, are we only paying attention to him? Would we have even thought of him if not for John Morant? Mm-hmm. And people like him. And we just don't have that big-name superstar, it seems like, who's going to take over the game this year. I mean, Cole Anthony, he's fun to watch, but is he your best player? Is he the guy that's the face of the sport right now? And it sucks, because the Warriors are in line to get the first overall pick. Oh, my pick. gosh. And, <laughs> man. No, I, I'm literally, college basketball is odd this mm-hmm. year. It's like we don't have one team that's favored to go the distance or rise above anybody else. Like, we think Michigan State is going to be in the Final Four, but that's no guarantee. Nope. We think that Carolina is going to be really good again and contend for a national championship. We don't know what we're going to get out of Duke, although they'll probably be number one next week. But are they for real? Because they don't have that go-to offensive score they did last year. 
No. Nope. Or any of the three that they had last well, year. Well, the fact is that Duke didn't even win the national championship. Something something even last year about Duke just felt off. Like, mm-hmm. you, you knew that they were a good team, R.J. Barrett and Zion, but you were like, they're not going to win this thing. No. Right? Right. I picked them in my March Madness, but even when I picked them, I was like, this doesn't feel right. Right. Yeah. It's just weird. You don't have that team that you feel confident about this year. And I should like that. I should like the parody because I do like parody. Well, but you, for some reason, it's boring. Well, you want people to root for, right? You want people to cheer against. That's what makes sports fun, right? And mm-hmm. this year, there's not really anything like that. Michigan State hasn't won the national championship since when? 2000. Yeah. So, like, they're the best team. You want to root against the best team. Mm-hmm. But you like the fact that they haven't won the championship yeah, since Sparty's 2000. Sparty's not a school that you hate. Yeah. Especially up here, we love Tom Izzo. Yeah, exactly. So it's not something that you cheer against. And now you're looking at it, you're like, all right, well, who do I cheer against? Kentucky? They just lost. Mm-hmm. Who do I cheer against? Duke? Well, they're not the same team they no. were. Who do I cheer for? Michigan State? Well, they lost already. Like, there's so many things to think about, but there's no really storyline heading this season. I'm not overly impressed with Kansas, to be honest with you. Well, Kansas wasn't impressive last year either. No, but they are somehow ranked number four this year. I don't agree with that. I don't see why they went from a fourth seed to fourth ranked in one offseason where they really didn't accomplish anything or really bring in anybody special. In fact, the most notable thing Kansas did this offseason is get slapped with an NCAA sanction. (laughs) That's the most notable thing they've done. Yeah. I just, they don't impress me. Nobody really stands out to me as the juggernaut in college basketball this year. And no player stands out to me as the guy to watch, the guy that you're going to be tanking for. You know, the Knicks were all in tanking for Zion. I don't know who that would be this year. I don't think there is anybody that teams are going to go all in to tank for this year. And, you know, the draft lottery kind of prevents that anyway. But there is no top-tier prize. There is no big catch for the number one overall pick this year. And I should like that, but it's boring. No, yeah, because like I said, there's nobody to cheer for. There's no think about college basketball as like a preview of what we're going to see in the NBA, right? Mm-hmm. Now think about a preview as like a movie trailer. This is going to be a weird analogy, but stick <laughs> with me here, okay? If you see, if there's a series of films, let's take Star Wars for example, or something. Right. You see all these previews and whatnot, and you love the Star Wars franchise. You don't have to actually love it, but let's say you do. All right, you love this. You love the Star Wars franchise, and you see all these previews for the upcoming film, yada yada yada, and you're like, "This is a good one. This is a good one. This is a good one." Then you see a really bad preview for the next film, and you're like, "Huh? <laughs> does that make you? Does that like you're still interested? But mm-hmm. the fact is that you're still interested in what the upcoming movie slash season will look like, but you know that it's not going to be as good." And I think that that has a lot to do with it because we're trying to see what the NBA is going to look like over the next couple of years. But here, we're just seeing it and we're like unimpressed with the talent. Can I amend your analogy just a little bit? How about DC movies? Because before Joker, they swung and missed on a lot of DC movies. Oh, uh, well, what about Star Wars? They swung and missed with Solo 7 and 8. I don't watch Star Wars. Okay, I don't know if they fair. swung or missed. They, they, they missed. <laughs> they missed. Like, you see the preview for Batman versus Superman, and you're like, you're like, that should be great. You're like, it should be great. It doesn't look overly impressive, and DC hasn't really produced lately, but I'll probably go see it anyway, because what else am I going to do? Same thing with, like, NBA getting college talent even though it's not really a stacked class. Yeah. I just, that's that's how I feel about college basketball right now. It's kind of uninspired. 
football, though, that's really inspiring. Yeah. Last night, we got our second look at the college football playoff rankings. No surprise, bless you. Thank you. LSU took the number one overall spot. Ohio State, number two. Clemson and Georgia, the top four, followed by Alabama, Oregon, Utah, Minnesota, Penn State, and Oklahoma. Do you agree with the rankings? You said those last ones pretty fast, but <laughs> in terms of the college football playoff, which is what everybody cares about, then yeah, I, I absolutely agree. I'm a little surprised that Georgia is ahead of Alabama, and I'm not saying that they don't deserve to be, but based on the committee's history, I know that they take bad losses into account more than they do good wins. And Georgia arguably leads a country in bad losses. Like that South Carolina loss, that should count for two losses. Georgia should be 7-2, and two, but... They say that that isn't going to weigh Georgia down. Well, you say that bad losses are worth more than good wins, right? Well, Alabama has no good wins. That's the thing. That's the thing. And Georgia has two top ten wins with Florida and Notre Dame. And that's why I don't think that it's undeserving of Georgia to be ahead of Alabama. But I know the committee in years past values bad losses more than good wins. So that's why I was surprised to see them break from that trend and value good wins this year more than bad losses. Two good wins is greater than one bad loss, but three ba- but three good wins is greater than, uh, but three good wins is less than two bad losses. How about 1.5 bad losses cuz that South Carolina loss should count for more than one so, loss. So one good win is equal to 1.5 bad losses. Approximately. I don't know about that. I don't know where the scale is. It depends who the bad loss comes to and by how much, like how you played in that game. Mm-hmm. I still think there's a case for, but you know, even if nothing changes here down the stretch, I still think Bama's going to finish ahead of Georgia if they both win out. Unless they both win out, I should say, because Georgia would get to the SEC championship. And if they win that, then they will get in over Bama. I don't think they're going to win the SEC championship, though. That'll be their second loss, and that's what's going to keep them out of the college football playoff, and that's why Bama will get in. They're going to go against LSU mm-hmm. for that SEC championship? I think LSU will win. Well, well, LSU will win that, yeah, sure, but like, let's say it's a really good game. Way closer than, what was the final score of that? F- 48? 46-41 on Saturday? 41. Yeah, except that wasn't as close as the score said. No, okay? no, it wasn't. No. So like, let's say that this is a really close game. Maybe even goes into overtime or something mm-hmm. like that. Let's say it's a really close game between LSU and Georgia. Yeah, it's a second loss, but... That's the thing, is they both would have lost to LSU. Both Bama and Georgia and- would have lost to LSU, but Georgia also lost to South Carolina. So I tell you what, looking elsewhere in the rankings, Ohio State's at number two, Clemson's at number three. Both those teams went out, and they're fine. Would you agree? Yeah, they're yeah. fine. How about number six, seven, eight? You've got Oregon, Utah, Minnesota. I thought the Gophers should have been sixth. I really do. Yeah, that that win over Penn State was enormous. It's just it's a better win than what either of those Pac-12 schools have, and Minnesota doesn't have any uh, losses. You, you beat Cal. Good job. Here's the sixth <laughs> seed. Yeah, congrats on beating Washington. <laughs> That's your best win. But I tell you what, Minnesota, there's just I don't think there's a case why the Gophers shouldn't be number six right now. That being said, it's, it's the UCF defense. The UCF defense, but they actually play a Power Five schedule. Yeah, they're playing a good schedule and stuff, but it's the fact that they don't have the name recognition yet. It's it's like remember Boise State a couple of years mm-hmm. ago? Gosh, that made me upset. <laughs> I wanted Boise State in so bad every single time. Boise State, but they never got the chance to play for the national championship. I don't think they ever got the chance. No. Maybe, maybe once? No. No? Never. Well, you can think about it. I think 2010 would have been the year we had three unbeaten Power 5 teams, and the one that got left out was TCU. They got left out of the national championship because it was still the BCS format, and they were overjoyed to be playing in the Rose Bowl because they just hadn't ever been to that point before. Mm-hmm. 
But that's the thing. That's why everyone wants expansion. And we should just expand. To what? 16? I would say at least 8. 8? Although I could get behind 6. Play it NFL style. Top 2 get buys. So I actually did an article on this. Did you? Yeah, it was... um, My theory was, or what I thought the best format would be for the college football playoff, was each of the Power 5 conference champions, two at-large bids... Mm -hmm. Uh, an independent champion, like the best independent team, the best outside the power. So Notre Dame. Yep, yep. (laughs) Or UCF, one of those two. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, uh, that would be eight teams. But the thing is, this is what I don't like about that formula, although I do think that is the best formula. But the thing I don't like about it is this. You could have potentially a three-loss conference champion, and they would just get into that top group of eight, because they won their conference. Like last year... Great. They got three losses. They'll get knocked out in the first round. No big deal. Yeah, but that's the point. We want to get the best teams in there, don't we? You want to get the best teams, but how can you determine that the best teams are the best team unless everybody plays everybody? You're never going to know for sure. So the only way is to take the best part that you can get from each corner of the country and just go, all right, these are the best that each place has to offer. Let's see them go at it. Like, if Utah would have won the Pac-12 championship game last year, I think this is right, don't quote me on it, but I think they would have made, uh, excuse me, they would have been Pac-12 champs with three losses. And that, to me, is not a college football playoff. Dude, that's what I hate about that formula. At the same time, I think that's probably the best one available if we do an 18 format because what about those group of five teams? Like, I want to know how good UCF really could have been or whoever is tops in the group of five right now we're never going to get to know that no. and that's what i mean is even if we do have an 18 playoff we still probably won't have a group and, of five team in there even if they're undefeated and that's the thing that that's the thing that i'm saying right now yeah we're never going to know how good a three loss team is like let's say we know how good a three okay, loss team let's is. say somehow the pac-12 is just insane one year but people don't know it because people are used to saying the pac-12 is terrible so then they just beat each other up, a team goes 9-3 and three wins, and all of a sudden they're really good. We're going to deny that chance for the Pac-12 to prove dominance because, hey, it's the Pac-12. They're not that good. If they can't prove dominance in their own conference, though, they're not going to go take on Alabama or Ohio State and prove dominance. Hey, they, they're never going to be able to if you don't give them the chance. Well, they have their chance. They just got to go undefeated. They got to not lose three games. Two. One, even. They could probably got to go undefeated yeah. in the current format. Maybe they can afford one loss in the in the 18 format. You know, maybe I don't like the 16 format. <laughs> I kind of talk myself into the 18 format here. Yeah. I kind of like it. I want to keep going on this, though, and talk about the college football playoff. we got to take a break, though. Let's do more of that next on ESPN-UP. Check out the UP's live and local sports talk show, The Sports Pen. Weekday afternoons at 4 on ESPN-UP and on the ESPN-UP app. Welcome back to The Sports Pen on ESPN-UP. Tanner Hoops, John Michael Hoefling with you. Glad to have you along this Wednesday afternoon. Here's your Sports Center update. Rocco Baldelli and Mike Schilt have been named Manager of the Year in their respective leagues. Mike Schilt becomes the first ever Manager of the Year who did not play in the big leagues. How about that? It's a good stat of the day. Yeah. Sticking with baseball, former Astros pitcher Mike Fiers announced that his team stole signs during their 2017 World Series victory and they had a camera in the outfield. How about that? Couldn't happen to a more classy organization. Couldn't be a classy organization <laughs> like the Astros, could it? One who always does the right thing. I mean, when was the last time the Astros were part of controversy? 
Oh, okay. oh yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, never mind, never mind. <laughs> Make him give back the ring. I tell you what, A.J. Hinch, do you remember earlier this, this year, I think, maybe in spring training, he was accused of stealing signs by somebody, I think it was the Yankees, and he just kind of laughed it off and said it was ridiculous? Not that ridiculous. No, I, I okay. Here's here's my theory. Every team in Major League Baseball steals signs. I'm okay with that. Like if you're going to flash it game, out there, man. yeah. If you're going to flash it out there, that's fine. But having a camera in the outfield, that's over the line. Yeah, that's cheating. Like if if you pick up something, you see some guys doing something. He has a tendency, and he shows it. Go for it. I mean, exploit that. I mean, if he's going to flash it out there, you know, it's the same. It's the same thing as pitchers tipping pitches. Yeah, it's just something they got to adjust to. Mm-hmm. But cameras now. Yeah, no cameras. And finally, there is a natural chemical enzyme in bananas that makes you feel more happy. That I, is your Sports Center update. That's not what bananas do to me. <laughs> but, but why? They don't make me happy, man. You're going to have to elaborate. I'm, I'm going to cautiously let you I don't elaborate. Know. I, I don't know. When I eat a banana, I don't feel more happy. Who doesn't feel happy eating a banana? Banana? Okay. They're good. Unpopular opinion. Bananas ain't that good. Oh, come on. They're one of my favorite fruits. Can, I, I like cantaloupe way better. Cantaloupe? Cantaloupe and strawberries. I don't even know where you'd go about getting cantaloupe. Can you get it in stores? You can get cantaloupe anywhere, man. Really? Yeah. I've never, once in my life, cantaloupe? I can say with all certainty, gone into a store with a cantaloupe hangering. Yeah. Never once. I, I've done that, man. Best part of a fruit salad. <laughs> Tell you what. College football playoff rankings came out last night. LSU number one overall, once again, followed by Ohio State, Clemson, and Georgia making up the top four. So I want to give you a few scenarios, Mike, with Minnesota still undefeated. They finally have a quality win. It was a really quality win over Penn State. If they go unbeaten and they win the Big Ten, are they in? Mm, well, okay. If you're an eight seed, which they currently are, if you're a, a if, if you're a six, seven, or eight seed, you are not in the driver's seat. You need people in front of you to lose. Really? Yeah. Well, we can knock out Ohio State because if Minnesota goes undefeated, that means they would have to beat Ohio State, or Ohio State would have to lose to somebody else and not make the Big Ten championship. Mm-hmm. I think they will jump Oregon and Utah at the end, and I know they're going to at least jump one of them because only one of those two can win the Pac-12. Somebody else is going to take a second loss. Yeah, and then Al- Alabama, Georgia, LSU, one of them is going to take... Two of them are going to take... No, one of them is going to take a loss. At least one of them. At least one, maybe two. Yeah. And then, who knows what happens with Clemson? So, I think that they're in a pretty good position to make it, mm-hmm. but I still think they don't control their own destiny at this point. I just don't see why. Why, If you win a Power 5 conference and you go undefeated, you should be a lot for the college football if, playoff. Well, if they beat Ohio State, yeah. That's going to be really big. But let's say Ohio State loses to somebody else, like just a really close loss to, I don't want to say it, but Michigan or something okay. like that. Michigan, another really, what are they, 13th now? They are number 15. 15. They had a bye week and they dropped? Okay. Well, because <laughs> Minnesota jumped. Okay, I guess. So that's the case, right? If they lose to Michigan and it's a really hard fought game, yeah, that's a good loss Like mm-hmm. at the same time. Like, that's still a really good team that you lost to. So, they didn't lose to Minnesota, but they didn't get to the Big Ten Championship, so are they still better than Minnesota? No. Well, you can say that, but I'm saying, will the College Football Playoff Committee agree with that? I mean, I hate the eye test. I really do. And you can say that Ohio State would win that game if you put them in the same field with Minnesota, but the body of work has to mean something. The resume just has to kick in at some point. That's for me. I just hate the eye test. I really do. There's so much bias in it, and that's why I hate that people from different schools, especially ones competing for a spot in the playoff, are on the playoff committee. 
I just I hate that. I like it better crazy? when you had like Condoleezza Rice. Isn't it crazy how far Oklahoma's fallen? I don't know why I just thought about that, but I just thought about that. Uh, Oklahoma will have a shot for maybe honestly their best win this weekend, which is kind of sad when you look at their resume. When they play Baylor, <laughs> undefeated Baylor, I don't think the Big Twelve is getting in this year. Really, I don't. I, even if Oklahoma wins out, I don't think they make it. And if Baylor does win out and they go undefeated, I still don't think they make it. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think the Big Twelve is going to make it this year. I think the Pac twelve might have a better case of getting in than the Big Twelve. That's that's saying something, isn't it? Though, but d- is it wrong? No, it's not wrong. And the fact that there are two Pac-12 schools in there, I think, and the fact that the eye test is such a huge thing for the college football playoff committee right now, that just goes to show that the Big 12 just, one, hasn't looked impressive, and two, doesn't have the resume to get there. No, and I'm not sure the Pac-12 does either, but I still think they have a better shot at getting in than the Big 12. Well, they at least look better, apparently. (laughs) They look a little bit better, but I don't know. If you put Oklahoma and Oregon on the same field, I'd probably pick Oklahoma. That being said, I just... The body of work has got to kick in. I hate the eye test. I'm mm-hmm. a hater of the eye test. People's biases, perceptions, always come into play. Body work. Power rankings, dude. That's how power rankings are. I made. hate power rankings. I don't pay attention to power rankings, except oh, in fantasy football. Yeah, I literally make power rankings for, fan- for I fantasy I saw that football. you put me at number six. Yeah. I just thumped the first place guy in our league. I just destroyed him. Who'd you, who'd you, oh, you beat Eric, that's yes. right. Eric's third in our league. He was number one when I beat him. He was number one in your division. I'm number one in the league. Gosh dang it. Okay, well, I beat the number one guy in my yeah, division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hold at number six he in had the 10-team power he, he had a terrible week, okay? Cooper Cup got zero. Because yeah, I Johnson, destroyed him. David, David Johnson got zero. You did have a good week, Tanner. You did have a good week. I had more okay. than a good week. Yeah, you, you scored 130 points. It's a good week, okay? It's a, it's a good week. Yeah, you're doing good moves. You're fourth place in the league right now, but still, I take a look at your team and I'm like, I don't know. It's they a little... don't pass the eye test, right? Yeah, they don't pass the eye test. <laughs> you have me behind Tyree. Tyree's got Zeke and he's got Josh Jacobs. I'm ahead of him in the standings. He's got Mike Evans and Adam Thielen. It's like, all right, tell me who's 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 on that team. Who's on his team? No, on team? on your team. On my team. Let me yeah. pull it up quick. I just know that we're gonna see like, legends like, this we, weekend we've got when a, we play them. We've got a seven and three team. Uh, in our league, whose top receivers are Julian Edelman now, because he traded Saquon Barkley for Julian Edelman, which mm-hmm. Tanner thinks was a good trade. I don't. But before this past week... Saquon rushed for one yard last week. Doesn't, doesn't matter. He's yes, still, it does matter. He, he's still Saquon. Um, before this week, before he had Julian Edelman, his top receivers were Devontae Parker and uh, what's, and Sammy Watkins. Mm. Devontae Parker, and he's 7-3. and three. You think I'm like, yeah, he's seven and three, but still, that, those are his top receivers. So yeah, I'm gonna put him down. That's the eye test, man. You can just tell sometimes. But if he's winning with those guys, shouldn't he be up in the power rankings? He is. He he's he's the number two ranked team right now because he is having success. But the fact is that when you take a look at his team versus somebody like Eric's team in our league, Eric Scott Cooper Cobb, David Johnson, Nick Chubb, his uh, George Kittle stuff like that. That's another thing. Eric didn't have George Kittle this week, so like that you can just tell that some teams are better than other teams. So you don't like my resume? No, I do. Is that like, what you're saying? No, okay, well, I don't. I don't. Okay, <laughs> you ready for my roster? Yeah, yeah. Let me this is the roster I'm starting this weekend. Okay, Deshaun Watson at quarterback. It's, pre- it's pretty good. Melvin Gordon, 
Alvin Kamara at running back. That's pretty good. Michael Thomas and Robert Woods at the wideout positions. Mm, don't like that wide receiver too, but okay. Well, who else am I going to go with? Everyone else is on a bye. Travis Kelsey at my tight end spot. Marlon Mack is the flex. I've got the Vikings defense against Denver. And Austin Seibert is my kid. That's actually a much better roster than I thought you had. That's what I'm saying. I should be up in the <laughs> rankings when you consider who I have on buys this week. And i got Greg Olson on a buy. Actually, I've got Josh Gordon on a buy. I'm thinking about it right now, and I actually don't know why I have Donnie ahead of you. No, why would you put Donnie ahead of me? Because Donnie just beat Tyree. And I feel like that's a pretty good win. <laughs> I, haven't I already beaten Tyree this year? Yeah, Tyree has some weird wins and some weird losses. He's beaten me, Dan, and Eric, which are the three, seven, and three teams in our league. And then he's lost to Trent, who's three and seven. He's lost to you. He's lost to Donnie. He's five and five, and he has some really good and he's wins. Ahead of me in the power rankings. Yeah, it's weird. That's why I hate power rankings. Yeah, I hate your power rankings. Thank you, <laughs> Danner Hoops. John Michael Hoefling with you. We got away from <laughs> from college football a little bit. I tell you what, though, let's get to this briefly before the break. The NFL announced yesterday that Colin Kaepernick is going to get a private tryout with several NFL teams in Atlanta on Saturday. I'm just wondering, what's the NFL's motive behind this? Because I don't know, man. This is my theory. You can tell me if I'm being a conspiracy theorist or not. I don't think it's just the NFL doing this out of goodwill. I don't think they would do that. And I don't think this is the NFL just trying to put this behind them. Maybe they think, you know, we can settle this once and for all. People bashing us and saying we're blackballing Kaepernick. Maybe we can settle it once and for all by giving him a tryout. Then nobody signs him. Then nobody's bashing us anymore and this just goes away. If nobody signs him, that's not going to go away. Well, this is my theory. This is what I'm thinking. Is that there are teams that are interested in him. There is multiple teams with interest in him. But nobody's going to bring him in for a tryout because of the PR and what would go with that. And whether that's right or wrong, the NFL takes that into account and they are going to hold a tryout. They're going to sponsor a tryout and invite all 32 teams because why else would a team, if there was a team that was genuinely interested in him, you don't want him working out for other teams. You don't want other teams seeing what he brings to the table. So that's why I think there are multiple teams that are interested in him and the NFL is setting this up, and they wouldn't do it out of the goodness of their heart. He sued the NFL less than a calendar year from now. If I sued my employer, he wouldn't <laughs> hire me. Yeah. He wouldn't hire me. No, that's the truth. I do think there are teams interested. I mean, you have to be interested in the guy that went to the Super Bowl and over his last couple games actually did semi-well. But the fact is, I've watched him every single week for about two and a half years. I don't think he has it, man. I, I, that's the thing. Com- let's put policy, activism completely out of it. He did go to a Super Bowl. Eli Manning was there one year prior. So if we're going to put him on par with Eli Manning, and, let's do that. Uh, keep in mind, he lost to Joe Flacco. Right. And then the last time we saw him in the NFL, he could not beat out Blaine Gabbert for a starting mm-hmm. spot. Plus, he's been out of the league three years I don't know that he is capable of being a starter in the NFL right now. I truly don't believe that. Backup, maybe. Maybe. But you're not going to bring somebody in with that kind of PR for a backup. I do think there are some teams he could start on. Cincinnati? Sure. Really? Think he would start over over Ryan Finley? First of all, I think Andy Dalton should still be starting. (laughs) But he's definitely better than Ryan Finley. I can believe that. I don't think he's better than Andy Dalton, though. I'm not sure about that one. Well, let's say this. Kaepernick, vintage Kaepernick, is certainly better than Ryan Finley. But Kaepernick out of the year or out of the league three years after losing his starting spot to playing Gabbert? I don't know that he's better than Ryan Finley. We were talking about this yesterday at ABC ten. We were like, what are teams that 
Kaepernick could be better than the starting quarterback. We were like the Tennessee Titans. Ryan Tannehill, we were like probably, probably not. He looks fairly good. well lately. He looks yeah. all right. Yeah. We, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Jameis Winston. Uh, the Miami Dolphins, maybe not Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like I like Ryan Fitzpatrick, but maybe better than Josh Rosen. I, I don't know. I would invest in Josh Rosen before I would with Colin Gaepernick. And that's just that's policy and activism aside. I would rather have a guy who's you know at least got a future, never got a shot in the NFL, over a guy who has been out of the league three years after losing a starting spot to Blaine Gabbert. Like if Blaine Gabbert's our bar, where does that put Kaepernick? Well, who knows? He says he's been training. Maybe he's gotten better. Maybe yeah, but he's... you don't get game reps. Yeah, I mean... That's what I mean. It's just, no matter what he's done from an activism or a policy standpoint, I don't know why an NFL team would take the PR hit for a backup quarterback because I don't believe he's good enough to be a starting quarterback right now. Yeah, he's not. No. But I, I think that... Do you really think it would be bad PR? I think if some, t- some people would think it's bad PR, but I think most people... Most mainstream media and most people uh, willing to talk on social media would think that it's actually a good PR move. Maybe it's not a bad PR move. Maybe it's more like a PR headache because there's going to be a lot of work that goes into it to spin that as being something positive so you don't upset, um, I wouldn't say majority. My, some some cities it would be the majority of their fan base. My question is, if he does sign, is he still going to ask for what he was asking originally? Which That's was, the thing. Mm-hmm. Which was how much? 15 mil? And uh, Stephen A. Smith, earlier, he was on Golick and Wingo this morning, said if Kaepernick keeps his mouth shut, he will have a shot at going into the NFL and playing for a new team by next week. But that sounds like shut up and dribble. I mean, and that's Stephen A. Smith, who's been a proponent of Colin Kaepernick, telling him that he needs to shut his mouth if he wants to play. I think that just goes to show how heavily people believe that the NFL is blackballing him. Mm-hmm. A lot of people do believe that. Yeah. I'm not, nobody knows if it's true mm-hmm. or what, and I'm not going to say what my opinion is on it uh, for obvious reasons. Uh, it doesn't matter what my opinion is right. on it. The fact is that either way I, I lean, nobody knows for sure. Tell you what, we will take our last time out when we come back. Disney Plus dropped yesterday. We're going to do our power rankings, as Michael loves to do. With <laughs> Oh, we're going to use the eye test now? We're going to use the eye test for, literal eye test for the top Disney movies. We're going to rank a college football playoff field of Disney movies. Did Next. You, did you watch Mandalorian last night? No. Okay. No. On ESPN-UP. Check out the UP's live and local sports talk show, The Sports Pen. Weekday afternoons at 4 on ESPN-UP and on the ESPN-UP app. If you missed any of today's show, get caught up on demand. Get our free mobile app from the Apple I Store or Google Play or look up ESPNUP.com and get the on-demand there. Tanner Hoops, John Michael Hoefling with you. Glad that you're along. Disney Plus dropped yesterday. It makes me feel nostalgic, doesn't it? Yeah. You liked Mandalorian. Mandalorian was awesome. And so so the, me and my... I'm, all of my friends are huge Star Wars fans. Most mm-hmm. of my friends are huge Star Wars fans. And, uh, like, Mandalorian brought back to classic, old-style Star Wars. There were some things where, like, it wasn't perfectly animated. It didn't look flawless. Mm-hmm. But those flaws are what made it good, in my opinion. Like, there was a character, who I'm not going to spoil anything, but he helps the main character at some point. And his mouth, does it only moves in one way, up and down. <laughs> he, there is no articulation of the lips or anything. Like, he is not saying words, but words are coming out. And I loved that. I don't know why, but I loved that about it. It was like a classic, old-timey Star Wars feel, where, like, when Jabba the Hutt just, like, barely moved his mouth, and all of a sudden he's saying like an entire language and it, i don't know it just felt like star wars 
I tell you what, Disney Plus is going to be a lot of fun for a lot of people. New streaming service that dropped yesterday, courtesy of ESPN. So which Disney movie should belong in our rankings as far as top Disney movies? I'm just going to say the undisputed number one, in my opinion, is Miracle. Miracle's a Disney movie. Miracle is a Disney movie. I didn't know movie. it was a, yes. a Disney movie. Miracle, I love that movie. So are we talking just sports movies? Then? No, we can do any movie you want. Okay. But Miracle is the greatest. Okay. To me, that is the greatest. It's a good sports story. It is a great sports story. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's not how I expected this one to start. Okay. I, was expe- I was expecting something like... What oh, would you say should be number one? Um, I don't know, man. I don't think about this very often. <laughs> um, let me think. Are you an Airbud fan? Those are Disney movies. Really? Those are the only movies are the Mighty that Ducks? I like where... Yes, Mighty Ducks are. Okay. The Airbud movies are the only movies, fun fact, that I like where dogs can talk. Otherwise, I don't like movies where animals can talk. Dr. Doolittle? You didn't like that one? No, it was okay. It was okay. It was okay. Can, can, Air, can he talk in Airbud? Yes. He can? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I haven't seen those in a long time, but I'm fairly certain. I think that there are a couple where he can talk, but I think the very first few ones, it was mm-hmm. like mainly about the people who owned the Airbud, and then Airbud just playing. How about the ones where, okay, well, there's one later on in the series where he has puppies. They can talk. Yeah, the, the puppies can talk. That's, okay, Air, yeah, that, so that's Air Buddies. Maybe you're right. I don't know. I haven't watched it in a long time. And I know in Air Buddies, Air Bud does talk to his pups. Right. I think the pups can talk. The pups can talk. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, those are the only movies I like where dogs can talk. Okay. A little something about me. Just wanted you to know a little more about who I am. <laughs> there, uh, that's a very niche genre, I will, to say the least. I don't know, man. I'm trying to think of like what Disney movie really stands out as like. I mean, Toy Story, obviously. Toy, Toy Sto- Story, okay. Toy, Toy Story, Up, stuff like that. Are you a Cars guy? No, no I mean, no. Nah. You don't like movies where cars can talk? No, I, I don't know. I never saw the big deal with cars. I've seen cars like maybe three times. Okay. Two or three times. And each time I've been like, how did this get two sequels? <laughs> um, how about, actually for my number two, I'm going with another sports movie. I'm going with Remember the Titans. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. So we're going Miracle, then Remember the Titans. Number I, one and two. I, I did not know that these were... That, oh yeah, that Disney's these got some good sports movies. movies. Million Dollar Arm, remember that? Yeah, that was I, a good movie. Mm-hmm. What, okay, no, that's there's no way that was. A, I thought about Trouble with the Curve. There's no way that's a Disney movie. I don't think it is. With Clint Eastwood? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, think Clint Eastwood would work with Disney. I did like tr- I did like Trouble with the Curve. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about uh, Invincible? Did you well, like Invincible? Well, st- uh, are we counting Star Wars and Marvel movies as <laughs> Disney movies now? Um, <laughs> Invincible is a Disney movie. I. I I don't get it, man. <laughs> I did like Invincible. Did like Invincible, okay. Yeah, yeah. Vince yeah. Papal. Vince Papal. Um, what else do we have here? I'm looking at some of the Disney sports movies right now. What are some other good ones that they have on here? The Game Plan? The Rock? Oh, no. No. Nope, 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 nope. Glory Road? I don't remember that one. Herbie Fully Loaded. Oh. I never watched is that the one with? Is that the one with uh, Lindsay Lohan? I, I don't know. I think it is. Could be. It's one with the talking car, number 53. Yeah, except there's... How do you look at that movie and you take away Lindsay Lohan from it? Okay, young me, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Teenage teenage Michael. Nice. Thank you, Michael. (laughs) Uh, The Rookie. Oh, 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 oh. is that about the... um, The pitcher. What's his name? Dennis Quaid, right? I think that's Dennis Quaid. I think so. 
Yeah, he's like 45. He was a teacher or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, okay, that, that's a good one. That's cool a good one. runnings. Angels oh, in the yeah, outfield. Angels in the outfield is cheesy, but I kind of like it. Mm-hmm. I kind of like that. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, I'm not sure if this is Disney either, but like Little Big League, I always used to love Little That Big. is a great movie. I, I don't lo- think it's Disney, but it's one of my favorites because it's about mm-hmm. the twins. Yeah, that's true. It's it, one of the only sports movies like about my favorite team. Like, if there's a sports movie about my favorite team, it's automatically like my favorite movie of all time. Like, I have a bunch of movies that are my favorite movie of all time. Little Big League's in there. Celtic Pride. Even okay. though that was kind of a... If that was about any other team, I probably wouldn't like it, but it was about the Celtics, so I liked it. And uh, Sudden Death, because that was about the Penguins. Okay. Jean-Claude Van Damme is still a hero to people in Pittsburgh. I'm not even kidding. I have friends in Pittsburgh that just idolize Jean-Claude Van Damme because he was the actor who saved the Penguins Municipal Arena from getting blown up in a 1995 movie. Dang. It's pretty awesome. That's cool. I love Jean-Claude Van Damme. I, I like him for a different reason. You remember that commercial he had where he does splits between two trucks? No. He did He did that, and I was like, wow. What was it a commercial for? It was a commercial for, like, precision steering in Volvo. Volvo? Yeah. Jean-Claude in a Volvo commercial? Yeah, he did it. Yep, it's called The Epic Split. You can look it up. That is a real thing. Oh, I forgot Rudy. Oh, yeah. Rudy's yeah, I good. love Rudy. Yeah, Rudy's good. For obvious reasons. Notre Dame. For Notre Dame. Yeah. It's the only movie that can make me cry. Really? Yep, that's the only movie. No I other movie. At. Nope. Nope, just Rudy. I was picking out a movie last night, and I was like looking through my DVD collection, and I'm just like, what movie should I watch tonight? And I saw Rudy, and I thought about it, but then I'm like, nah, I don't feel like crying tonight. So I picked Grown Ups 2. And then you cried, to, you cried at that one. <laughs> yeah, I should have cried when I saw the first Grown I hated the first Grown Ups. Grown Ups 2 is hilarious. Really? I love that one. I did not like Grown Ups like the original when I went and saw it. Mm-hmm. I saw that in theater. I think I like it more than I like like it back then there's no good movies out right now i feel there's like not no what about joker is that still in theater it doesn't matter i've seen that already <laughs> um i'm talking about what's something i can actually go out and see i don't know man i don't even know what's in theaters right now exactly man i've been paying attention that's weak it's weak there's gotta be something out there not sure well movie theaters are gonna do bad here over the next few months anyway because of disney plus so maybe the ticket prices will drop maybe maybe you know disney plus it's the uh, well Netflix working out that deal with Nickelodeon. It's gonna that's gonna be awesome that, too. I yeah. cannot wait for that. I'm so here for that. Mm-hmm. Drake and Josh, Drake and Josh, and SpongeBob. SpongeBob, at Nickelodeon <laughs> in like the early 2000s, like you know, when you and I were growing up about then. Those shows slapped. Yeah, they were awesome. The only one that doesn't hold up, in my opinion, is Jimmy Neutron. That doesn't. You hold don't up. like Jimmy Neutron? No, it, I did like Jimmy Neutron, but it doesn't hold up. You watch episodes now, and you're like, really? <laughs> well, I mean, the, anim- the animation doesn't hold up. Remember how crisp everything looked? Mm-hmm. It doesn't look that crisp. <laughs> Trust me. If, if, you, if you go back and watch it, no. Who's your favorite Jimmy Neutron character? Jimmy Neutron character? Yeah. Sheen. Mine too. Yeah, except that then they tried to make a spin off show about him and mm-hmm. it was atrocious. <laughs> Carl was funny, though, too. Carl was good. I yeah. like Carl. I tell you what, we got away from Disney movies. What about like traditional Disney movies? Like, if that, we're not even talking I, sports, that's where I thought this was going to go. Well, okay, then that's where um, you prepare. Well, I, I did say Toy Story and Up, right? Toy Story and Up is I, Up Disney. Yeah, is it? It's Disney Pixar. I thought it was Pixar. I didn't know it was Disney. I think it's both. Okay. I mean, I lived when I was at college. I, I mean, I was at college for three and a half years, and mm-hmm. we were less than five miles away from Disneyland. Mm-hmm. So I went there semi often. No, no, there definitely was an up thing. There definitely was. Doug, Doug was walking around and whatnot, whatever the old guy's name is. 
That's not a good sign. If I think it's a really good Disney movie, but I can't even remember what the old guy's name is. Carl Fredrickson. Carl Fredrickson, mm-hmm. thank you. What was the kid's name? I know Russell? Kevin, Kevin was the bird. Russell. 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 Mm-hmm. Right. That's not a good sign. I gotta go to Toy Story now. <laughs> the fact that I can't remember. It's like um, that whole thing. Avatar is mm-hmm. the highest grossing film of all time besides Avengers Endgame, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody can name any of those characters. Oh, jeez. In Avatar? I believe to do uh, yeah, No. There's Jake Sully. Uh, I can name Jake Sully. That's okay. the main character. Other than that, though, you, no, nobody is nameable. I can barely even name actors from that movie. Sigourney Weaver? We- Weaver? Sigourney, is that, is Sigourney, that how you say it? Sigourney Weaver? Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. That's it. Yeah, yeah. she was in that. She was in that. Who Was Zoe Saldana? Yes, I think she was one of the... the she was the blue, the blue Yeah. She, the Navi, I think. I don't know what that is. The, the, that just goes to show, man, people think Avatar is like one of the greatest films of all time, but it's so forgettable. I saw it once, and I saw it in theater back when it came out. That has to be 10 years ago now, doesn't it? Was more that than 10 09? years ago. Was it? Was it I feel more? like more than 10 years ago. Have not watched it since. If we look at, hold up, I'm going to look this up real quick. Let's, keep talking, up? About, let's keep talking about Disney movies. Okay, alright. I so mean, well, well, what was your thought on this? On what? Like classic. On like classic Disney movies? What? I mean, Toy Story obviously is going to be up there. I haven't watched a lot of Disney movies lately. Um, 2009, you're right. 2009, December right. 18th will be the 10-year mark. We are about a month away from the 10-year mark release of Avatar. Oh, it makes you feel old. Legendary moment. <laughs> it just makes you feel old. Oh, how about, okay, this one I know has got to be on your list. I bet you're a Frozen guy. <laughs> Come on, what do you think of me? You and some Olaf. Me and Olaf. Olaf. Oh, we could get down with it. Olaf looks like cool dude. He's a. He, I mean, <laughs> cool was, dude. That, was that pun? <laughs> um, let's see. The Emperor's New Groove. That was. Oh, oh I, that one slapped I when we were growing one. up. Yep, yep. Let's see. Uh, Tangled Moana. Lilo and Stitch was Lilo a good one growing good. up. I like Moana too, but um, like I said, I can't even. I like, haven't finished Moana. Oh, Finding Nemo. Growing up, that was one. Yeah, of that, was good one. Yeah. that was going. That was going. That was going. Monsters Inc. Yeah, yep. Another good one. The Incredibles, Chicken Little. Did you like Chicken Little? I'm trying to remember. I, uh, mm. I no. <laughs> Hercules, Robin Hood. I remember being so disappointed watching The Hunchback of Notre Dame because it was not what I thought it would be. <laughs> not at all what I thought it would be. I was super disappointed with. It. Maybe it's a good movie. I don't remember. I just know I was disappointed. Uh, I mean, Quasimodo, Esmeralda. I can name the characters. That's good. And Hunchback? Yeah, this is like this has become my critique for it. It's how memorable is it, right? How about 101 Dalmatians? No, it's it's forgettable. I don't remember the plot. Uh, Tarzan. All I remember from Tarzan is that there was an, uh, an animation mistake where uh, he's holding Jane and also swinging on a vine. So what's he holding onto the vine with? Let's move on. Ratatouille. <laughs> Ratatouille's good. Okay. Ratatouille's good. Did you ever watch Finding Dory? No, I did not. No. I'll, I tried I'll... to watch it, and, okay, this is going to sound bad, but the only thing, because I'm like i not into bootleg DVDs, let's just say I could never see that movie in English. Okay. I've seen that movie in Chinese. Okay. Didn't retain anything from it. Yeah, I, I, I doubt I would either. <laughs> what else do we have here before we sign off? Remember Bolt? That like Travolta and Miley Cyrus. I think Travolta was her dog. There were a couple like pretty big. It's weird, man. Lion King. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's an all-time classic. Yeah. Yeah. That's gotta go. And then they ruined it with the live-action remake. <laughs> uh, I was never a Bambi guy. I don't think I ever saw it. To be honest with you. Yeah. Bambi. I don't know. There was Bambi Aladdin. Ain't a big deal. 
Uh, who else do we have on here? Aristocrats was fancy. Aristocats. Oh, that that. Okay, you're right. You're right. It was Aristocrats because you know they're French. Um, no, because they're cats. <laughs> <laughs> they're uh, high class cats. Did you ever watch Coco? Uh, no, I hear that's. Re- I I, I want to watch that now. You want to watch Coco? There are a couple things I want to watch still. I Did haven't I? I haven't seen El Camino yet. I haven't seen Coco. All right. Uh, so there are a couple things I need to watch. Um, was Wally a Disney movie? Yeah, Wally was Disney. Was Don- okay. All right. Wally was all right. I remember going to see that. Um, other than that, though, there's not a lot of others that are jumping out at me. No, yeah. But you can check them all out on Disney Plus for yourself. Yep. <laughs> Make your own rankings. Miracle though is still on top for me. Miracle, remember the Titans, and then whatever else after that. Fair enough. With that. We are out of time. Appreciate you being here, my man. As always, what do you have coming up at ABC 10? We're going to try to get into Thursday Throwdown next week with Marcus Johnson of mm. Iron Mountain. You know, he's been pretty, pretty good, right? He's an okay basketball player. Okay basketball player. Okay, okay football, okay, fo- football player. player, too, right? <laughs> yeah. So we're going to try to get that next week. Uh, we, have a th- we have a Monday Minute coming out next week as well. I haven't done one of those in a long while. Something was sort of holding me back, but it's going to be about the New England Patriots. Mm. So, uh, I'm gonna, I'm, well, it's going to be about the Green Bay Packers and their chances against teams like the New England Patriots. So, Tanner Hoops, John Michael, hopefully with you back on tomorrow, same time and place, 4 Eastern, 3 Central. It's my hope you join me. Until then, signing off from ESPN-UP, WZAM, Ishpeming Marquette. Thanks for listening to ESPN-UP.